Hey guys, welcome back to the Spice of Life podcast. This is the very first episode. I'm your host, Taylor Duncan, and I'm here joined by my friend, Jenny Telford, professional bikini bodybuilder. Hey, Jenny, how are you doing? Hey, Taylor. Thank you so much for having me on. I am honored to be on your first show. Yeah, it's super awesome. So so tell me a little bit about where can the listeners find you on Instagram? So my personal Instagram is Jenny T V B as in Virginia Beach. And then I also have a team page for my clients, Team Jenny's Gems. Awesome. Yeah, I've seen both of those phenomenal work guys. Definitely check her out. All right, so we're gonna go into our, our, our question section. Um, so first Jenny, tell me a little bit about yourself and as and your business as well. Well, I'm a single mom. I'm 41 years old. I have two beautiful girls and an entrepreneur. I started uh, bodybuilding about four and a half years ago. And into my first year of bodybuilding, it was suggested to me that I should coach other girls and teach them how to pose and get ready for bikini competitions. So I gave it a try and was very successful. My very first client won her pro card in her first show. So I just kept going. Wow, that's super <laughs> impressive. So so what exactly got you into bodybuilding? Were you always, is it always what you wanted to do? Or like, what did you do prior to bodybuilding? No, it's interesting as I remember seeing girls on the cover of magazines and these beautiful bikinis when I was younger, just thinking that was something I would never be able to do. It was just completely unattainable. But um, I tried... Uh, I tried running for a while, and after having my second daughter, I worked my way up to a half marathon within six months. Apparently, that was not a good idea, and I ended up tearing my hip labrum. And I was out of commission for a couple years, and I finally had surgery to repair it. And then my registered dietitian had suggested that I try bodybuilding competitions and like, you must be crazy. What are you talking about? He said, no, seriously, bikini bodybuilding competition. Follow the nutrition plan to AT. You would be really good at this. And I laughed in his face and thought he was kidding. And he's like, no, go home, talk about it, you know, with your husband and come back and let me know. And the next day I was like, let's go, let's do it. Wow. So, um, so that's, yeah. so you always thought it would be a cool idea and then you actually just got kind of thrown into it and that's I mean that's super inspiring that's awesome uh, thank you I appreciate that so let me ask you this next do you have a nutrition background like do you always have you always like been interested in health and like you know working out and stuff like mm-hmm. that or is it just kind of something that like you said like with the doctor no the nutrition part did not come into play until after my surgery i had surgery in january and you know i was on crutches for six weeks non-weight bearing not able to really walk around you know and and i gained a little bit of weight i wasn't able to be active and just knowing that summer was coming i wanted to get into shape through nutrition since i couldn't do much physically and I went and saw a registered dietitian, uh, nutritionist, and he just gave me a meal plan to help me just stay at a, a reasonable weight, lose a little bit of fat, you know, and then just maintain a healthy weight so that I could look good in a bathing suit. That was my only goal because I take my kids to like the beach, the pool, ocean breeze, repeat all summer long. And so that was just my main goal. Yeah. So that's definitely important for you for sure. So that's really interesting. Um, thanks for sharing that. So next thing I want to ask you is what motivates you every single morning? What is when you wake up? What is something that makes you push forward and, you know, try to make your business even better and better? 
Um, I think I've just always had the little entrepreneur bug in me since I was a little girl. I was always trying to make things and sell them or, you know, find something to sell. I've just, I've never been okay with not contributing in some way. I've always had multiple jobs or, you know, just always hardworking. Um, and just showing my girls too, that a woman can be strong and independent and take care of herself. And I don't know, just being able to control this and it have it be my own 100% my own something that I did from the ground up I'm just really proud of it and it just keeps me going I'm I'm excited I love working with all these women because each one of them has their own story and it's just so exciting to see them on their first day and then see them step on stage it's just it's incredible yeah I've seen some of the stories that people have shared from all your work and you seem like you know people love you like people love you helping them and stuff like that and it's so inspiring and you know that's why I wanted to start this podcast and start my business as well is because I love helping people um, and and that's the biggest thing too is like I'm always a person that can't sit still um, and you know being laid off twice within the past six months um, really has pushed me to kind of just go out on a whim and start this business. Um, and I'm the kind of person I've talked to several people about this, you know, you know, there's certain people in this world that will sit there stagnant or that will just be go getters, like you said. And I'm the kind of person that I'm always going to cook no matter what, no, somehow, some way I'm going to make it happen. And so that's why I decided to just take this leap. And, you know, as we've both talked, I mean, we've both had really good success so far. Um, Mm. So the next thing I want to ask you is, um, why do you feel the lifestyle you live with um, as far as food is beneficial to your health? Um, I want to kind of relate that back to the podcast a little bit. Um, So what do you think in that regard? Honestly, I think that nutrition is incredibly important. I really wish that as a teenager, somebody would have spoken to me personally more about nutrition and how healthy foods can affect your skin. I, in high school, had to take Accutane because I had horrible, horrible acne, face, chest, back, you know, it was just covered in it. And if people would just tell me, hey, you don't eat so much pizza and soda and donuts and all this garbage that really affects your skin your skin might actually look better nobody told me that they just wanted to pump you full of medicine and topicals and oral pills and everything and just you know in your 20s and 30s you drink a lot you stay up late and just the alcohol and all the junk food how it affects your body your skin and just makes you look you know older than you are and tired and You know, I get compliments all the time. I'm 41 years old and people think I'm in my late 20s, you know, and that's really just been because my health and nutrition have been so much better the last five years. Wow, that's amazing. I know a lot of the listeners will be excited to hear that. That's super awesome Um, and so inspiring for a lot of people. Um, So the next thing I want to ask you is what is your favorite meal for yourself if it's a cheat meal? Oh, cheat meal. My go-to is always a cheeseburger and french fries. And is there anywhere locally that you like getting that from? Yeah, actually, Barrel 17 um, down on 17th Street in Virginia Beach is my favorite burger place right now. They have the best burgers, buns, and these homemade waffle fries with this ridiculous caramel dipping sauce. It's to die for. Wow, that sounds amazing. You mentioned one other place you liked the burger from recently too, right? 
Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Civil Libations. It's over near Strawbridge Shopping Center on General Booth Boulevard. They have a burger that had brie on it. It was amazing. And their french fries are very good as well. So um, that's crazy yeah, that you mentioned so that fun. place because I literally just tried that place for brunch yesterday and it was by far the best brunch I've ever had. You know, as a chef, I've never really been into brunch type food, but they had this chicken and waffles yeah. that had an andouille sausage gravy on it, which sounded like it was going to be too much. And then they had a uh, Carolina Reaper hot sauce that was made locally that they paired with it, and it was amazing. And then they had these butternut squash uh, donut holes <laughs> with homemade caramel sauce, and I was like, wow, I want to go back. Stop it. That so definitely amazing. check them out for brunch. That was really good. So next, um, what's a favorite meal for you to make for your kids, like just on a regular night? Like what is something that they enjoy or you guys enjoy making together? When they are with me, we have uh, like shrimp and salad or we'll do steak and salad. Like I try to give them healthier options because I know, you know, with sports and stuff, a lot of times it's easier just run through a drive through. So I try my best like, you know, to mix it up a little bit, maybe some meatballs and, you know, garlic bread. But yeah, usually like something with a salad, shrimp or steak. Yeah. No, that's a, that's a good go-to for sure, and as, you know, especially as a single mom, that's an easy meal for you to whip up real quick and not have to stay over the stove when you're always as busy as you are. Yes, yes, less than thirty minute meals. Yeah, <laughs> that's perfect. Perfect. <laughs> so the next thing I want to ask you is, um, and this might be a weird question, but what is your coaching style? You know, there's certain coaches. You know, you think of like. Um, you know, military coaches where they're like yelling in your face and stuff like that. Do you have a certain approach that you, you give your clients that makes them feel welcomed or makes them feel, you know, at home? For sure. I think, um, I'm just extremely personable. Um, I come across more as a friend sometimes than the demanding yell at you kind of coach. Like I don't yell at my clients when they do something wrong. I have a lot of patience. I give them a lot of grace. I vividly remember what it's like trying to navigate through this industry, especially your first show, your first season. And I just, I have a lot of patience with them and, and just knowing that every person is different and they learn differently. So sometimes what translates to one client may not translate to another and you just have to keep coming up with creative ways to teach them, especially with my virtual clients, you know, just being able to communicate different things with them. But by the time I'm done, like, you know, we're both in tears and, you know, going through their final dress rehearsal before hitting the stage and it's just so emotional. And, you know, they I feel like they're family by the time they hit the stage. Like, I just love them. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing for sure. So that's another thing I wanted to lead into, too, is I know we talked about the professional bikini bodybuilder, but you also have these posing clients as well. Can you go into that a little bit more? Yes. Yes. Um, my first posing client was here locally. It was in person. I was a little nervous working with her, but, you know, we hit it off from the beginning and became friends as well. And, yeah, she won her first show and got her pro card. And, you know, just being able to help her made me want to help more people. So I took on more clients and, you know, here I am now internationally coaching virtually and in person and clients all the way up from, you know, Philadelphia, New York to Canada, down to Miami and Florida, you know, they're all over and, and they're just amazing. You know, they, they, I don't know, just, they reach out to me, they tell me their stories. Like you really get to know somebody when you work with them 30 minutes a week over the course of up to 20 weeks, you know, you get to know their kids, their 
their lifestyle, mm-hmm. their family, and they text you when something's wrong, and you know, so. Yeah, so really it really don't. is like a friendship type situation. It is. It's so, hard not to be friends when you're done. Oh yeah, definitely. So, so mm-hmm. going back into that, what exactly mm-hmm. is posing? Um, I know you know when me and you talked about it, you explained it to me. But for the listeners, can you explain exactly what a posing client is? Like, what do you, what is the process? Sure. Yeah. So it's actually there's more to it than you would think. You know, it's not just telling somebody how to stand. You have to teach them how to properly display their physique to make it look the best on stage and everybody is different so it's all about angles and you know just making sure um, your posture is correct and it's all in the details and making it look fluid and graceful and painless is actually really hard work. And in addition to that, we cover their suit, their makeup, their hair, their tan, their nails. Like there's so many details that go into stepping on stage, you know, that people just don't even realize. Yeah. I mean, I had no idea. I didn't know to think about all that. I mean, all you think about is like, you know, hey, just stand like this. But now there's a lot more into that for sure. Um, Mm -hmm. You can tell girls get up on stage and they've hired a posing coach and the girls that have not, unfortunately, you can tell the difference. Oh, I'm sure you can for sure. Um, so the next thing I was going to ask you is about how many days a week are you in the gym, like working out and, you know, training? So it depends. It depends on the season. In my off season, my new coach had me working out only four days a week. He rest is very important for muscle growth. And apparently I was overtraining in the past. So he cut me back to only four days a week. And then when we got into prep, it moved up to five days a week. And um, as long as I get my cardio in on those five days, then I can take two days off. But sometimes that doesn't happen. So I do have five sessions of 30-minute cardio. So as long as I get them in, I get the two days. Okay. Awesome. Um, So then you have to make it up. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Okay. So the next question I have is how often do you check in with your clients? My clients, it depends on the client. Every client's different. Um, Obviously, as you get closer to this stage, you know, closer to show day, usually about four to three weeks out, it's like, okay, have you gone through your checklist? Did you schedule your hair, your tan, your makeup? You know, just checking in with them to make sure they've accomplished all the things that are on the list I provide them. Okay. But as far as posing, it it just depends on how fast they pick it up. Some need once a week, some need twice a week. Um, then it also depends on how much time they give you to work with them before they get on stage. It just depends. A lot of deciding factors there for sure. <laughs> yeah. So let me ask you this. What advice would you give to someone who is interested in bodybuilding or getting into it or has no idea what it's about? Like what uh, resources would you give them to get into it? it- Initially, starting out when girls come to me, they've already ordered their suit or their heels, and that's actually not the first thing you want to do. You want to look into a coach. You cannot step on stage without a proper nutrition coach helping you along the way. Like, even coaches have coaches. You know, it's just having somebody else um, give you their opinion and have that eye and you know, be able to help you when you're stressed out and you're not able to think properly. They can, they can be that outside, you know, eye for you. So hiring a nutrition coach is the first thing to do. Then you want to hire your posing coach because you don't want to just pick out 
$80 pair of heels that you don't know if they're going to be good heels or not. You know, you don't want to pick out your suit without consulting one of your coaches first. People come to me all the time with the wrong color, the wrong cut, you know, unfortunately it's too late by that point, but yeah. So hiring your coaches is probably the first thing to do. <laughs> okay. That was real, some, a lot of really good information. Um, so the next thing is where can people learn more information about you? So you have a website, tell us all, all the things. I do. My website is teamjenniesgems.com and I have all my information on there um, with my posing packages. You can also watch videos of testimonials of clients that I have worked with um, and then even see a couple of videos of me giving a little bit of my background and where I came from and how I became a coach and, you know, things like that. So all my information is on my website. So it's teamjenniesgems.com. Awesome. That's super exciting. So another thing I wanted to mention too is, you know, I have a website as well and I just actually put the video of us making that salad dressing on my website. <laughs> um, Did you? So if you guys want to check that out, that's uh, just go to Chef Duncan 94 on Instagram and you can click a link to my website and then under videos and podcasts, I'm going to be putting different cooking videos and I just put the video of me and Jenny on there and then the next episode of this podcast will be on there as well. Um, so Jenny, the next thing I have is I have a little bit of bodybuilding trivia for you. Um, just <laughs> you may or may not know the answers. There's no uh, so no oh, pressure. Um, just three, you know, kind of simple bodybuilding questions. Um, and whenever you're ready, we will start. There's going to be no time limit for a question or anything like that. Um, and I will tell you okay. the answer afterwards. So whenever you're ready, we can start on that. Okay, shoot. Let's All go. right. So for the very first question, who was the first bodybuilder ever? ever oh my gosh i have no idea <laughs> i have no idea i want to say like arnold because that's all i know i don't know anybody so that. arnold no. was not the first uh, no he's definitely not the first uh his name's not chet is it no <laughs> I, I will tell you it was in the 1880s oh my gosh no i don't know that so his name was eugene sando and he is supposed to be the grandfather of bodybuilding um, oh and Google helped with that. <laughs> you learn something new every day. Yeah, so the next one, um, when was bodybuilding most popular in the United States? This is a decade. Uh, this is two I different decades. This has to be like during Arnold's time, right? That Close, yeah. It has to be the biggest time. So when do you think that was? I don't know when that was. <laughs> well, did, you have like a guess? 30 years ago? 20 years ago. No. 30. <laughs> I have no idea. The 1950s and 1960s is when bodybuilding was the most popular in the United States. Um, according, That's crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. All right. So mm. the final question I have, and this is this can probably be up for discussion. Bikini related. Maybe I'm <laughs> <laughs> not bikini related, but it is food related. So I think this part you would know. Okay. In your okay. opinion, well, general opinion, what are the three worst foods for your muscles? Uh, three worst foods for your muscles. And I'll give you points for like guessing like the family of food that it's in. Because two of them are in the same and then one is a liquid. Huh. I was going to say fried foods just generally. That, fried that is terrible for, terrible for you, but it's not the number one or two. Mm. Or three. Anything super and you know what i think we actually talked about this when i came to your house and we did that cooking video 
think about uh-huh. it. <laughs> oh man! So it's a t- but all three are store bought things. Nothing made from scratch. Think about something like if you went to the grocery store and you picked up something, what would be like the last thing you would grab because it's like full of carbs and full of artificial. Anything processed, like mac and cheese. Anything boxed or processed. Good answers. So I'll tell you the first two, and then I'm gonna let you guess the last one because I know you can guess the last one. So the first two is store bought bagels. And the second one is pretzels, um, like really? soft pretzels. According yeah. to Google, that's what it says. And then the last one is a liquid, and you should be able to guess what this is. Alcohol. Yes. So alcohol <laughs> is the number third worst food for your muscles, and I know you know that for sure. Yeah, yeah for sure. My coach always said I'd rather you eat your calories than have alcohol. So, like, if I'm to have a cheat, he would he does not want me to have alcohol he'd rather me have like cake or a burger or whatever so yeah cool well jenny that's all the questions and all the trivia i have for today i mean is there any questions you have for me i don't i don't i did not prepare any questions for you yeah no worries at all you having me on this was fun yeah of course thanks for joining the first uh episode the first official episode of the spice of life podcast and it was really awesome to get you in here and get you as our first guest um so reiterate where they can find you on instagram and stuff like that uh jenny tvb or team jenny's gems Awesome. Well, Jenny, thank you so much for joining me for this episode of the Spice of Life podcast. And once again, guys, this is Chef Taylor Duncan, and we'll see you guys next time. Thanks, Jenny. Bye. Thank you.